In goes Stewart! They've only gone and done it! And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindergaard making Boris backpedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott. Goal. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Glovers Cast. We skipped out Thursday because there wasn't a lot going on. We rolled through the Sunday and there's still not a lot going on, but we're all bored, so we thought we'd get together and have a chat. I'm Ben, you know that by now. Ian's here as well. Say hello, Ian. Hello, Ian. And say hello, Dave. Hello, Dave. Now, I thought we'd better get a professional going sooner rather than later on this absolute shambles of a podcast. So I thought, well, you guys thought that we should get someone on who knows how to make things actually happen. So off the back of a very successful part one of a documentary that we've all seen on YouTube and looking ahead to part two, we're delighted to welcome Liam again to the podcast as well. Liam, how are you, sir? I'm good. Thank you very much. How are you guys? All good? So I think so. All good. Need some football. Um, um... Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, the cricket was heartbreaking that. today, so <laughs> that was the F1. <laughs> and I like neither cricket nor F1, so I've just been sat in a beer garden. That's um that, well, but that, that, that's been okay. That's why Dave's not that bothered about there being no yeah. football. <laughs> I, I, I am bothered about there being no football. It seems like a very well, a week seems a very long time. I know it's a week and three days or whatever it is, but it seems a long time since we last do you, did this. Do you think it's because we're so used to like doing stuff twice a week and constantly that's... having news that it being quiet is really hard for us all. I think so. I think Quite that's awesome. it. And every time anyone asks us a question, Martin Heller answers it. It's like there's <laughs> nothing left for us anymore. <laughs> Did see that? Yeah. I've just seen another notification now. Has he done it again? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Has yeah. He? Brilliant. He, can't, he just can't help himself, Martin. If you want to come back on, just say so for crying out loud. We'll have to, we'll have to call them HCQs from now on. Exactly. Yeah. Hellier cast questions. That nearly works. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, we're not here to talk rubbish. We're here to talk about the bits that have happened over the course of the last ten days or so. Uh, Liam, you're going to join us. Chat all things Yeovil as well. I guess we'll start with you a little bit before we get stuck into the news because it's thin on the ground. Tell us a little bit about yourself. How long you've been involved in Yeovil? Watched Yeovil? Been a Yeovil fan person thing? So yeah, I'm I'm Liam McGuinn. I'm 18, just turned. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I almost did the same thing. If I hadn't been drinking as well, you're okay, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> I feel sick. <laughs> ben never felt so old in his entire life. Sorry, yeah, sorry, my, my fault. Sorry. Carry um, on. Welcome to my world. I, so yeah, I've, I've not really been involved behind the scenes, sort of thing, staff-wise, with you all that much. Um, I did a bit with a few other footballers, which I was allowed access into, and then I've been a Yeovil fan all my life. So I'm 18. <laughs> sorry again, but um, so yeah, I've been a Yeovil fan for about 18 years. There's some highs and lows. You've seen mostly lows. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I film mostly lows anyway. <laughs> do, we, do we think we blame Liam for the lows? Is it, 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 
It's the only common denominator at exactly. this point. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I hate to say it, but I mean, every time I've done a video with someone or something, something's gone bad afterwards. So. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> and you're on this podcast, and I can see him now. That's it. I'm doomed. I'm doomed. <laughs> We're all doomed. So, how did the uh, how did the opportunity to go behind the scenes and basically film our entire demise uh, come about? Uh, so, see, I've I've been in college. I've been smashing out some projects in college, and I sort of sent a portfolio over to Yeovil with a pitch of an idea. Um, so the original idea wasn't a documentary of the, the football. It was about the whole club. I wanted to go behind the scenes of the cash office, the um, you know, the Martin Stan sort of people, like all of that sort of people, see what they do in a club. Because actually, we've, we've sort of seen that in Yeovil. Um, so I wanted to do that. I wanted to be different and go behind the scenes, and then. Um, I pitched my idea and said, this, 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 you know, this is what I want to do. Um, and they were like, yeah, hundred percent. We'll do it. Uh, spoke to Mark Cooper. He was proper keen with it. Sam Collard was massive help and he was really keen with it. Martin Starnes was also a massive help. Um, and he was really up for it as well. But then when I got, when I got filming, I had a bit of a, a bit of a dilly dally because I did say, I did promise and say that this is my idea. And then when, you know, when we started losing games and we like, oh no, we, you know, we might get relegated here. I couldn't miss out on an opportunity to go straight from a, a club documentary to a relegation documentary. So there's a bit of a bit of a tangent in there, really, a bit of a oh no. But then, you know, at, at the end, it was sort of as bad as it sounds, sort of appreciated that that did get filmed. I would be interested to see what Martin Starnes does as well. <laughs> he started already. You, you were, started you, um, already. were you surprised about how much access that you did get? Massively, absolutely. Yeah. Massive. I was, I was, I was seventeen, and I was like, I, I went there with my ideas and pitched my ideas, and I was like, you know, I understand if I'm not going to get anything. Um, I understand if um, I just get the pitch act, pitch I'd access, and a little bit, maybe, maybe training. But I, I come to my idea, and I was like, yeah, I want to do this, this, this. If I, if you give me, I said, if you give me everything that I want, I'll give it all to you, free. You can have all of the footage, um, all the video. Um, completely free, you can have it all. But then, I think after I finished it, I think they all sort of appreciated that I was running around going like three days a week freelance for about three months. So they all appreciate it and gave it to me on my channel, which gave me the exposure, which is greatly appreciated as you know a young creator, which is nice. As a supporter, it must have been quite surreal to be surrounded by your heroes, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's massive, absolutely massive. Because I was in the change rooms of them. On match days and stuff, I've never, I've never seen that sort of stuff. I think a lot of, a lot of people haven't seen that sort of stuff. Um, it just felt like one of the players. I was on the players coach, just sat at the back with like me and Cherry Johnson just chatting for about two hours. Me and Alex Fisher were chatting for like three hours. Um, so yeah, it's it a massive, just surreal experience. Um, obviously, I knew some players like Charlie Wakefield and stuff. Me and Charlie are quite good, quite good friends. Um, and then like Staunce, um, Max Hunt as well. We all sort of. I don't know, I sort of just, you just feel like part of the staff. I was like, I'm just doing freelance for t- like videography, really. It just felt, yeah, it felt really weird. But it, was, it was a good feeling. Was it a, a, a welcoming dressing room? Because at a difficult time on the pitch, it would have been very, very easy for at some point someone to shut the door and go, I appreciate what you're doing here, mate. But actually, there's things that maybe shouldn't be seen. But what, it, it feels like you're saying that there was a, it was a welcoming group that were still happy for you to be in there. 100%. Uh, I mean, ever since I walked in the door and pitched my idea, everyone was sort of sort of 
up for the idea. I mean, I, I feel like they know the circumstances and they know what pressure they're under. But I mean, I went into Mark Cooper's office and he was like, absolutely, mate. He was like, you're more than welcome to do whatever you want, whatever filming. Um, I spoke to Alex Fisher a few times and he was talking about when they did say about, you know, a college lad's going to come in and film you. They're like, well, wait, what's going on here? They thought I was, um, I think a lot of them were there and thinking that I was there to like out them and sort of get a bad picture of them. But then I think as time went on and I sort of explaining myself and getting to know them a little bit when they get to know about me, um, they were very keen to sort of get on the camera and sort of um, just be just be themselves more really because they knew I was doing it for them. Because I have, a few of my friends have saw the documentary for everyone else and, you know, bad things get said about Mark Cooper. I, I have my views. I think he's, he's brilliant, to be completely honest with you. But behind the scenes, that's what I've seen. And now everyone else has seen it as well. Um, and they, they've turned around and they're like, wow, he's, he's really good. He's, he's, that's what I wanted. I wanted to get that. And that's what I feel like the players have, have realised, which is good. Really good. When was there an opportunity for it to be before um, Mark Cooper? Did, did you have the opportunity from the start of the season or was that never really an option? It was always sort of midway through. I, I didn't try. I didn't try. Um, I mean, it was February 28th. I started and it was about five days before, about a week before I pitched my idea. Oh. Um, so I had my idea. It was like a, it's called an FMP, which is the final major project. And with my project, I like to go, I like to go big and beyond sort of thing. They <laughs> make a two hour documentary sort of thing, which is, you know, in about three months or a project is a bit, a bit bizarre. Um, so yeah, no, I, 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 don't, I don't know. I don't think so. Cause I heard a lot of things about managers, you know, being, being quite, I don't know. I really don't know, but Mark Hoover said yes. That's, that's yeah. Uh, am I right in saying you started filming the night that SU Glover's stewardship was announced? Um, yes, 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 you're correct. That, that game with altering, um, altering. He said, he said things happened, didn't he? He said when he, when he started the cameras roll, <laughs> things happened. <laughs> um, yeah, before it was, it was crazy because I, I come in, um, and I was like, this is what I want to do. One of this one, this, I want to make a club documentary. I think a week after in the Altrincham game, game um, I got told by Sam that you know, the, the new owners are in. I was like, what? He was like, the new stewardships are in. I was like, you, you're joking. So he was like, you've got to get it on film. So I went up, went up, met um, Matt and Paul, and I was like, look, I'm doing this, this, this. He's like, yeah, mate, get it on camera. Like, All good. Um, and then, yeah, I just went from there, really. Did you, what? when you were like, in around the dressing room and all that footage i'm sure there's plenty of stuff that didn't make the cut in the first um in the first part of the documentary could you feel like the tension building amongst the players like how much because i don't think it, in the documentary i mean you you feel it get a bit more sweary and you can feel yeah, the yeah, anger yeah. coming through were there other parts that were sort of building that you know, didn't make the cut or you felt were perhaps not the right thing to put in? Um, yeah, there were, there were a few swear words and a few name calls and stuff like that I couldn't put in. Um, but no, I mean, part two is a lot, it's a lot fiery, a lot more fiery than part two that is part one because part one, like Lawson said at the end of the, uh, like end of the, end of the video, you eight games, eight games, you know, you're fine. You, you should be fine. You're over town, you know, with the players we had. Um just regroup and go again sort of thing. We've got eight games left. So everyone was sort of just sort of chill, but sort of like, you know, we may get relegated. 
so yeah part two is a is a lot more fiery um there wasn't much that i sort of missed out in part one it's sad really because there's a lot of good moments like really funny moments and laughing around with the players and stuff but you know the people just behind a computer screen that if you put someone laughing um and joking around in training they're just going to put like oh you should be laughing you should be working hard you know the normal people sort of thing so it was sad really because i didn't want to i didn't want to put any anything like that in for the players sake because i didn't want them to get all the the bad like bad things on online mm-hmm. but i've got some like really funny clips like really good clips um it's like like uh worthy and uh Jordan Maguire drew in the bin just just boxing having a having a bit of a fight like just just joking around sort of thing like that I just felt like for the player's sake I couldn't really put any of that in which is a shame which is a shame how long was the first episode an hour and a half hour the first, first one yeah after two minutes so how long is the second one gonna be roughly uh I think it'll be shorter to be completely honest with you so <laughs> How does that equate to the amount of footage you actually have to go through? So how much, is, how much has actually had to go on the on the edit room floor? Um, so I've had about 15 hours of footage. I think it's around about that. But um, when I say 15 hours of footage, you know, I filmed a 90 minute game. So I filmed like 10 games. Um, and then I've just got a little bit of footage here and there everywhere. So when I say 15 hours of footage, I really mean like four maybe um probably a little bit less than that because with the games you know you've, as a as a sort of videographer you've kind of got to film the whole game because then if you miss something you're like why did i miss that and i, I didn't really want to use yoba's camera angle i wanted to be independent and use like all of my so everything you see in the first part apart from the national league tv sign is all me like um that's what i wanted to do i wanted to just you know, I'm I'm having a big task, so I wanted to push myself and do the big task. I didn't want to be a, a cheapskate and use those camera angles and get other people. What was the one thing you think surprised you the most from everything that you saw? Mm. How much they swore? Who swore? Yeah, <laughs> everyone, everybody. Um, my manager at the place I work at the moment, um, she. She was watching it and she messaged me after she said, I turned off after 20 minutes. I couldn't watch it and swearing. <laughs> swearing was that bad on it. That's that yeah, that that surprised me. Um I knew I knew uh, you know, football footballers swore and tensions got high, but not that high. Like everyone was calling each other names and I was like just watching the watching the uh so every every match day I always get home and normally me and my girlfriend watch watch the footage back. It was just like, you know, just like seeing what happened at halftime and stuff, and you just just like just blown away with some of the stuff said and some of the stuff has been happening and yeah so, that's, that's probably probably the one thing so you weren't in the changing rooms at half time so at half time you you obviously understand what's happened in the first half what's that is it almost an anxiety of oh god we're one nil down i really hope the gopro is working because it is going to kick off in there <laughs> yeah <laughs> no really right across the dressing room <laughs> Uh, Andrew Olomori did uh, no, he didn't do that. But a, um, in the second episode, uh, it gets a bit heated, and he just gets the GoPro and just turns it off. And I'm just, oh, I was like, no, 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 because it got so heated. Um, and I said to him, and I was like, why, why did you send it off, mate? And he was like, I didn't know, I didn't know it was yours. He's like, I didn't know. Um, but no, I mean, I'm, I'm as I'm filming the first half, it's a bit of a, 
bit of a runaround because it got to about the 43rd minute, 44th, and I'd had to turn my camera off. I got to run in the changing rooms, turn the GoPro on, I got to run back out. I don't know if you saw me down at, when I was at halftime, I was just run back in the changing rooms, run back out. But yeah, no, there was, there was a few games. Um, there was a few. Oldham, um, last home game of the season. I was like, I, I hope it's working. I really hope it's working. Um, it sounds bad. I know it sounds bad, but as a content creator, getting the content you kind of need, um, it's massive. It's absolutely massive. Probably wouldn't have worked as well as well if you were stood there in the corner filming it. They're going to act differently, aren't they? Whereas if you're just a little camera up on the wall, then let's say other than Andrew Oliveboro, by the sounds of it, no one probably even noticed it was there. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I mean, I did mention it because obviously rights and stuff and I don't want to be that type of guy to put a GoPro in a corner and then you know you're not a spy um, are you know yeah exactly that so I did I did warn players I was like look boys you know I'm going to be filming this there's going to be a GoPro in the change rooms everyone just sort of forgot I know intentions to get high you don't really worry about a little GoPro in the corner that's perfect absolutely perfect put it in the corner it's a great angle um you hear everything you see everything it's all good but yeah, it was it was it was it was very helpful because I, I stood in there once um it was uh, I forgot what game it was, but it was one of the last games, and it's in part two. Mark Cooper is a bit of inside information. Mark Cooper shows um shows a video to all the boys about you know Yeovil's future and uh, Yeovil's past and stuff like that, um showing us getting promoted and showing us Paddy Madden's got Wembley, um and then he just sort of everyone's watching it. So he said, "I want you in it for this." He said, "This is going to be good. I want, I want." You know, this, this is going to be good, good content sort of thing. Um, that was the only time I sort of went in at halftime because it's just peace. It's just I let them do their thing. I'm not one of the boys. I'm a, I'm a cameraman. So being, I was I was eager to get in there because I wanted to see all the what's what's happening. But you know, I, I have on, I have it when I get home to watch, which is quite good, a little entertaining. So we showed that video at halftime. No, the before the game. Before, oh, the, before game. the game, right. Yeah. I'm going to say that would be a strange thing to do at halftime. That's how you score a goal. They <laughs> exactly. probably would have worked, worked, to be fair. <laughs> Did your opinions of any of the personnel on the pitch, off the pitch, change as a result of what you saw going on behind the scenes? I had a lot, of, a lot more respect for players because obviously, like I was saying... Um, to a few of my friends, you just see them walk down the tunnel. You know, you see like, I take his out for the Staunce. You see Staunce just, you know, might clap and nod his head a little bit and people think, oh, he doesn't care. Or like, I don't know, some, anyone, you know, you don't care. Look at him walking down the tunnel. As soon as you go in that tunnel and you, you go in them dressing rooms, nothing but just like screaming and just like just so much passion that no one sees. That's why I, I was... Staunce for me was, I know he's captain, I know he's a skipper and he's a captain, I know it's, it's different, but maybe even Matty Wervington, Matty Wervington um, is quite quiet on the pitch sort of thing, which people would sort of think, as soon as you get in the dressing room, it all just changes, it all just changes. Anyone who says Josh Staunton doesn't care has got Ben to fight with, I think. Right. He's got, <laughs> he's got him to answer to. <laughs> yeah. I think, I, I mean, you're right. It, it, it seemed to me when I was watching it that there seemed to be the same people were the ones who were fired up. Like you say, Lawson, Staunton, Matt Worthington, Charlie Cooper was another one. But there were a lot of them that were sat there not saying anything. And, yeah. you know, when, when having watched last season, 
probably not surprising. I mean, we were sat here after every game talking about the same four or five. I think Mark Cooper in his post-match interviews was talking about the same four or five people. And I think what you showed bore out everything that we as supporters were were seeing, the ones who were really the really fired up. Um, by yeah, hundred percent. I think the one person that people don't really um, really think about off the pitch is Charlie Cooper. Uh, in the dressing rooms, he's oh, he's he's very good. He I know he he has his moments where he's a very swearing character and stuff like that. But he says it how it is, and I feel like a lot of people in the change room need to hear that. If someone's playing bad, they say, "Look, mate, you're playing bad. Like you need to step it up." And it's the same with Staunce as well. And people need that, like younger players and stuff. That you just sort of need that. Sort of just step down a little bit, relax, and go again. And that's what, um, yeah, I think Charlie Charlie Cooper's really good at that. He was. Obviously, there was that influx of new players around the transfer, end of the transfer window. Um, I don't think, we don't really see a lot of them in that, in part one. Are we going to get any sense of the sort of tensions between those players and and how that dressing room balance came out in part two? Um, who, 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 who are we on about in particular? Well, I, I, I suppose it was... Saziba and um, Rio Griffiths. Griffiths was kind of the two that the point was made that you know yeah. these, these guys aren't willing to be a part of things as such. Um, I just feel I just feel like they were just just sat in the corner sort of thing, just quiet and no no really ten, no tensions really got no I, a lot of things got portrayed on Twitter which just wasn't exactly true. Um, no, 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 nothing happened, even off the camera, even off camera when I wasn't recording, nothing really happened. Mm. Obviously, people have their differences and their fights and whatever, but no, as unfortunately <laughs> for the viewers, there's, there is no <laughs> nothing like that between uh, between them guys at all. Did at any point anyone come to you after a game and go, I think I said something at halftime, I probably shouldn't have said, don't include that one? Um, <laughs> you don't have to name I'd, names. Yeah, yeah, no, they did. Um, it kicked off a bit too much. Um, and I got a message on Instagram saying, Hi, mate, can you not put that in? <laughs> so, um, so yeah, yeah. And you, and and did you put it in? Um, <laughs> no, no, I didn't. 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 I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> they'll be so, they, they all listen and they'll be sweating ahead of the second episode <laughs> yeah, now. Even the ones who've left. When he's saying he's he didn't, left, he's left. nodding at us. He's nodding when he said he didn't. <laughs> I better mesh him afterwards, just saying, look, mate, it's what I said. It's not true, I promise. <laughs> no, to, no. Here's a boring, here's a boring question. Did you have to make him sign waivers and stuff? No. Or was it just like it was just no. fine, a crack on. Yeah, so when I pitched my idea at the start, I did say, I was like, look, I know I'm young and I'm 17, but you just need to trust me. I was like, if there's anything in there, anything, you know, private parts or anything like that, obviously I'm not going to put it in. If there's anything, if someone calling someone a name or anything, I won't put it in. I won't, I'm not here to out players. I'm here to try and make a documentary sort of thing. Um, and that's what I think, I think Sam Collard told the players that and I told the players that as well. Um, I was just like, look, I'm not, I'm really not here for, so out you guys and I feel like yeah they understood that got a few questions oh go on no, Ian's go got another question no, go on Dave I was going to say we've got some questions sent in for Liam which we could ask him 
Yeah, I mean, it. we usually do the questions at the end, but given these are, are on topic, we could ask them. Unless either of you had anything else you want to ask? Stuff, no. might, stuff might come up. I think, yeah. These questions. Okay. Having, having seen the questions, I think my only remaining questions are ones that are going to be answered in the following little segment. Okay. All right. So uh, on Twitter, Dylan Moore asked, Liam's initiative to go behind closed doors and help show fans how things were last season surely has deserved himself a role within the club. Has he been approached by the club to do more regular content? Now, as we said before, the chairman, uh, Martin Hellier, has answered this question already, but we'll let you answer it as well, Liam. Um, I didn't actually see that bit, to be fair. Um, I didn't see what Martin said to that, so I don't know what to say on it. Um, yeah, no. I, 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 do I, I, you want us to tell you what he said so that we don't contradict him? Yeah, if possible, yeah. <laughs> he said, I did offer this. However, Liam is about to embark on a career at the BBC, for which I offer him the very best of luck. So go on, tell us, the BBC, is that right? Yeah, it is. Um, so I went for an apprenticeship a few months back. Um, got through stages and stages and then it got to the end and I got it. I was like, what? Really? Me? Um, so yeah, I've got a, landed a, an apprenticeship in the BBC um, starting September. So I did uh, get approached by Martin and I said, I approached him first, actually. I was like, here's the documentary, hope you enjoy. And then he said, I think he just put on Twitter, he didn't even he didn't even text me, he put on Twitter, he was like, next season, um, title charge. And I think Mark, when I, when I did end it, I ended it, um, Oldham, last home game of the season. I went into the manager's office and I said, look, thank you very much for having me, it's been a pleasure. And Mark Cooper was like, next season, we want you back. Sort of title charge next season. But, <laughs> you know, um, be working five days a week in, about 40 minutes away from me so commute, commuting from there to here and then going to film you over on a Tuesday and you over on a Saturday it's going to be a bit of a struggle so I said I'll settle in um, at the BBC see see how things are going and then but I think I may I may just film out of just 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 because it's there I may film the first two games home game and away game that's what I might film and then if anything goes on from there um, and then if it comes up, then I will carry on. But, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I want to. I, I would love to. I'd absolutely love to. I love that. I'll settle in at the BBC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, and then I'll come back and, and work the eighth day of the week as well. Yeah. 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 yeah I'll, I'll, go, to I love I'll go to Avely away. No worries. Like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but my, my, my plan was... Um, try and just film the big games sort film the first two and then film the big games um even if it's an away game all only going to be on tuesday and saturday hopefully so i hope we just do that film the big games home and away and then film the last five game of the season that's what i was thinking because then at the end of the season if you've got five games left then you could either be in a title charge or not so either worth my time or not so <laughs> It does sound like you just said, no, I'm not going to do anything. And now you said, but I'm going to do five games at the end of the season, first two, and then anyone in between that I can do as well. You've, you've signed no, that, 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 early, that's, No, I haven't. I promise. That's if all <laughs> things go well. That is all, all things If go everything well. goes well. Okay. So, yeah. so final five games and the Open Top Bus Parade, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> And that you'll see me on open top for us 100%. <laughs> yeah. Well, congratulations on the uh BBC apprenticeship. Oh, uh, thank you very much. Thank yeah, you. Very, very well that. done. I think if you know Ben was throwing up at you being 18, I think we're all throwing <laughs> up at you getting a, a gig at the BBC. 
<laughs> Thank you, guys. Much appreciated. Um, so another question on Twitter uh, from uh, almost a pro pilot, Mr. Pro Pilot. Uh, he said, Liam, when's episode two being released? Question number one. I hate this question. I've avoided it so many times on Twitter. Um, we want a date and a time. <laughs> tomorrow, seven o'clock. I'm joking, joking. Please, no, no, no. Um, I, honestly, I really don't know. Um, I've just finished college last week. So I've sort of just had a week off. Me and my girlfriend have done a few bits and bobs here and there. Went to Cardiff. So I've just sort of settled down a bit. Me and my girlfriend just watched all the footage for part two now. <laughs> You're a lucky lady. She's got a notepad. <laughs> <laughs> writing down timestamps. To be fair, she's my manager, to be fair, because um, my spelling is atrocious. So whenever I put something out, she always checks through it and says, Liam, you've done this wrong. So I go, all right. She corrects it and sends it back to me. So um, Can't spell wrong on a video, though, can you? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well, almost a pro pilot. Also, I'm, I'm guessing you're not going to say then when part two um, I'm... I'm trying my best. The man doesn't I'm, know, I'm, Dave. The man doesn't I, know. Just like, I, 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 I was going to move on, and then he sounded like he wanted to answer again. All right. No, I, re I really do. No, I, I really do. I really do because I need to address it because so many people have been asking. Um, I, I mean, I've got I've worked like four days a week. I do four days a week in college as well. Honestly, um, Liam, you don't have to make excuses. Honestly, you no. <laughs> before the before the start of, before the start of the season, hundred percent. Before the start of the season, hundred percent. Right. Okay. I'm, I'm saying like I'm we're saying like. Yeah, he hasn't said which season, has he, to be fair. So, yeah. okay. Um, so we've already addressed, I think, will you be doing another documentary next season? No, but yes as well. Uh, I think maybe, maybe, that. maybe. Yeah, and last question from almost a pro pilot is, who do you think Yeovil are signing on Monday? That's the easiest one of the three, I think. Have you been asked to go down and do the, the shoots or are you leaving that to Sam? Are you not going to film like a behind-the-scenes fancy thing of a new signing? I don't know. Um, I mean, I think Neymar was looking for another club, wasn't he? Right. <laughs> he why not? Martin Hellier, get him. Get Neymar. Oh, no. On the, I really don't know. Um, I mean, after Oldham game, I sort of... I mean, I've seen... I've been in, like, twice. Um, once just to say hi. Twice just to try and get the video up. I've seen Staunce once. Um, so I, haven't, I haven't really been in much, really. Uh, I've been in contact with... A few people about some projects at Yeovil, so we'll go from there. I'm not going to say, not gonna, can't be discussing what, but uh, but no, no, I, won't, I probably won't go in. I, I have said if you need any any a helping hand or anything, I'm more than happy to come in. But but no, unfortunately not. I really don't know. Unfortunately, I do not know who's coming in. I'm a Yeovil fan. I'm, I'm hoping for the best. <laughs> Fall back, fall back, fall back. Yeah. Um, and then the final question on uh, Facebook is from someone who I'm guessing knows you. James Hughes said, because he starts off by saying, Liam, I need you, I need overtime from you at work. <laughs> um, but then he said, on to the real question. I think we might have answered these actually. He said, how much time did it take to edit all the footage you captured? I think you've answered that one, haven't you? Um, 15 hours or, yeah, 15 hours of it. Yeah, 15 hours of it. Um, it probably took, oh, a good, I'd say a good, if we're going straight, no sleep, probably about two weeks, I'd say. Two weeks. If you, if you don't sleep, it takes two weeks. Well. Uh, if, if, it, if I do 20 hours, I don't know, it probably took me about six weeks to edit and get done. Wow. Okay. Yeah. 
um, well, I feel, feel a bit bad about forcing you into saying before the start of the season on that second half now then. <laughs> I'm sure there is six weeks. It's definitely not six weeks. <laughs> Dave, it but, takes me, it takes, when I was in my old role, it took me like a day to do like a three, four minute video. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. So, You're better uh, than Ian. All yeah. of that content. And that was just like pieces of camera. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, James's second question, you definitely have answered. Were there any parts you weren't allowed to show in the documentary? And I think you said there was, but I don't think you said you weren't allowed to. I think you, you just decided not to show him. Is that right? Uh, no, no. I got a, I got a message from one of the lads saying this is what happened. I'm sure you've seen the footage. Can you not put it in? Okay. So you're right. <laughs> there you go. That's all the questions. That's all the questions for I've, Liam anyway. I've got a question. Go on. Uh, when so when you went into it, you said you wanted to get, you know, what was going on, like Martin Stars and all of that sort of stuff. And when the take sh- uh, stewardship <laughs> stuff happened, did you want to do more of sort of the upstairs stuff? You know, what was going on around the boardroom? Did you have that access, or was did it just turn into, you know, here's what's going on on the pitch? Um. Well, I was, they sort of gave me, I was sort of Yeovil staff, so mm. I could go wherever I want, sort of whenever, not whenever, but in the day, whenever I want this sort of thing. So as soon as Matt and Paul did come in, that sort of sparked my, oh, okay, right, I've got, I've got to do this. I've got, to, I've got to change my idea up. Um, so yeah, they, they let me in everywhere. Sam was like, I'm doing this today. You want to, you want to come film it with me? So I was in the press conference um, with, with the stewardships. Um, and the BBC uh, were there. I was in there with them. ITV, I think, were there. We were just filming it together. I was on. I was on the telly at once. I think the uh, BBC Points West come over and they were filming it. And they said to me that, "Oh, can you can you get in in the shot?" I was like, "What?" I was like, "I'm meant to be filming it." <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah. No. Um, ever since that, that, that sort of sparked the whole. Let's do a, let's do a different idea. Yeah. Did you say to him, Liam McGuinn just is the telly. He doesn't go on the telly. He is the telly. He's a man behind the lens. <laughs> no, no. No, I said, yeah, of course, mate. I'll get a screen time, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so embarrassed. And then you were giving a strike of pose. Yeah. I was, I was getting focused. It's just it's all over the top. Yeah, it's, it's good focus. That, that, that sounds like a good idea. Yeah, yeah. You, you Some were, of the shots weren't though, unfortunately. Fifteen hours, you can be forgiven for having a few out of focus. I'm going to say. Nah, thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Some people haven't. They wouldn't tell me. Jeez. Yeah. What you have said, they done? Um... Where's their documentary? Eh? <laughs> exactly. Well, I was, exactly. You know I was going to get onto a question about this because the one other documentary that does take place is Dorking Wanderers, and there was a little bit of a hoo ha. Uh-huh. Tell me about the hoo ha <laughs> with Dorking Wanderers. Um. So yeah, that's actually a really funny story. So I love, I, I don't want to say it, but I love the Bunch of Amateurs. I love it. I think yeah. it's brilliant. Um, and yeah, it come out about them having a, yeah, we're having another, another, another film company, like to film it. So they didn't want them, Bunch of Amateurs to come in and film. I was, where, where's the Yeovil episode? I was like, I wanted a Bunch of Amateurs at Yeovil. Yeah. Um, I don't know what happened. I think some things got said and they, they weren't allowed. And he was there, Rich, um, the Butch Ramage's narrator, he was there. And I went up to Mark White before the manager, you know, 
<laughs> we know Mark. He died. Yeah, he's just great. I went up to him. I was like, "Hi, mate. Lovely to meet you." Um, I've I've got no say in this, by the way. I was like, "I love the Munch Challenges." He's like, "Oh, mate, you know, yeah, love it, mate, love it." Oh, so yeah, cheers, Mark. I appreciate it. He goes, no, "No, it's not you, mate. No, it's not you." I was like, "Cheers." And I turned around and I, I heard someone talking. I was like, "I know that voice somewhere. I know that voice." I turn around. I met you. You're a bunch of amateurs in the ring. He goes, "Yeah, yeah, that's me." Um, and I was like, "I just want to say, I, I love it. I love bunch of amateurs. It's not me. I was, I'm, I'm a college student. It's not me." And um, he was chatting away to me. He's like, ah, "No worries at all, mate." Um, he was really, like, really angry at the start. And then because I had the yellow coat on, he was like, yeah, "I don't want to speak to any yellow boys." And as soon as I said that I was a college student and it wasn't me, he was absolutely he was top dog um gave me his number so he did say to me when it's out give him a message and then watch it like i have messaged him and he hasn't replied so <laughs> i don't know if he's top dog or not still, he's still, yeah exactly <laughs> not top dog now is he no it's so good though isn't it that like i and i'd not watched it until it all kicked off that they weren't able to do it and i've gone back and watched everyone since like, since that game and it's just it is so well done and you yeah for i know uh, you would probably wouldn't get that access any higher particularly but mm. you know it's like the manager you can hear everything going on on the side of the pitch it, it's unbelievable to have that sort of yeah that level of insight into a game of football and then when they all kick off at the, i think it was i watched the woking game where reese brown should have been sent off and they're just <laughs> the level mm. of like shithousery uh there we go gotta press the button um mm. going on it's just yeah I, I think it's great and yeah i think it is a shame we didn't get to see because i think we probably would have heard quite a bit um i too felt i got um in part two I, I was right next to mark um mark white on the left i got loads of him i'm gonna go and scream and it's all in part two it's brilliant um but no, I'm, I'm, it was sad, really, because I'm I'm glad they didn't film it. I'm really glad because what a side of me is being like, I love it. I would love them to. But the other side of me is saying, I'm a one-man band, 17-year-old, filming this whole game on one camera. Um, and there, there were five other people with five cameras, mic'd up everything. They're going to look like BT, and I'm going to look like YouTube. So, so one part of me is I'm glad. You can tell it's like, you can tell there's loads of them. And yeah. I don't know if it's, I don't know if that's like they make their living off of it or what, I don't know, but you can just, it's got such a like professional, professional yeah. feel to it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it really has. I think there is a few of them. Um, and I think they are part company. I'm pretty sure, but I think they're now like based with Dorkin. Okay. Which is quite cool. Yeah, they're, they're the proper top dogs. They're proper professionals. They've got multiple cameras, and I was just there. I was like, "Look, mate." I was like, "Because I, I, the one thing I said to some of the players, I was, I was, I really hope their fans don't just give me abuse." Yeah, because I'm going to be there with a, a, a big camera, and they're going to, "Oh, that's him. That's the guy who stopped the bunch of amateurs today." So at the start, I always stand on the halfway and, and see the boys come out with the, um, and film the boys come out. So I was dreading it. I was just going to. I was dreading it. I was like, "They're going to chant." I'm a um, this, that, and the other. So I'm no. <laughs> and they didn't. No. No, luckily not. <laughs> I would turn around, give him a clap, kiss on the badge, <laughs> kiss the badge. <laughs> I was going to ask. Um, before before we hit the record button, you said to us that episode two is a little bit different. You've made a couple of 
tweaks just to kind of jazz things up a little bit again without giving too much away without giving too many spoilers away what can Yeovil fans expect at some point when when episode two comes out no I'll, I'll give it away I'll give it away um I got a few feedback from my girlfriend's family they watched it and they said that they would love interviews so I've added I'm going to add anyway I've, I've messaged the people that want to message um and I'm going to do some interviews which will be quite nice so for example, when Alex Fisher gets injured, um, I'm going to try and have an interview of Alex Fisher um, on his views when that happens sort of thing. Uh, I think Busey, Will Buse, said that after the Wrexham game, um, he might he could have a little interview as well, which is quite nice. Uh, Martin Hellier as well. That's quite nice. Yeah, I just want to spice up a little bit because part one, I did not know that it was going to get 27,000 views. I was blown away. I was like, wow. So I want to push for even more now. I want to, because I said in the first month, it may get, um, it may get like 17 and a half. That was my, that was my target. It's on like 27. I was like, what? So I want part two to go like massive. So I want to put a lot more effort into it. Um, I know people will be moaning saying, where's part two? Where's part two? But give me time, please. I'll do my best. I'll try and add some more, I'll do this, that, and the other, and make it a lot more interesting. I'll cut some of the swearing out of it. So more people uh, can keep watch it. swearing in. Yeah, oh, I can, honestly. Yeah. Honestly, I've lost so many views from the swearing. <laughs> so many. <laughs> it's football. That's what happens. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. People don't understand that. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to pop up on YouTube Kids anytime soon. When you when you upload the video after is it is it made for kids? I was debating that. I was like, nah, don't, I don't think <laughs> it really is. Actually, is it? I don't think it is. <laughs> I imagine most kids have heard those words before. I thought, yeah, wooden spoon and a few f bombs. The thing is, though, those twenty seven thousand views, you know, how a lot of people might have been sat around their televisions watching it with, yeah, you know, a room full rather than just yeah. You know, one at a time as well. So yeah, so just double it. You double it. At least or times double yeah. three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, good. It's, it's, it's good to think that because um there was one one girl at college, um, a college lecturer, and she said she watched it and she said that she invited some of her friends around to have a few drinks and watch it. And even that, I'm, I'm like, what? <laughs> Your vision party. Yeah, like it's crazy. Yeah, over relegation party. <laughs> <laughs> What, what, what have college made of it then? What did what's the reaction been like from your college? Ah, oh, so my uh, my lecturer is a good lad, David Smith. He's uh, I because I missed so much college. I missed a lot of college because I was filming for a college project, but I wasn't saying you know I'm out filming today. So they thought I was just lying in bed all day. When reality, I was I did a twenty five hour day. I think it was. I did a twenty five hour day freelance just on the on the go for this. Some weird maths going on there. <laughs> Okay, 25 hour day. Yeah. Yeah, so it ran over ran over to the next day. Oh, okay, right. Um <laughs> that's like lovers cast maths. <laughs> so um so yeah, that was he I was oh uh, yeah. Um yeah, college have been were very good about it. Um but yeah, I got a warning for missing college. But I said to him, I was like, look, David, mate, I've just made you a great documentary, it's great for the college here. So um so we were we we're bantering about that, but no, they're they're really appreciative of it. The principal, Mark Bolton, the uh, he was he was very happy of it as well. It's got shared over 
Twitter as well. And when a student sort of makes something like that, or if anything gets a role in the BBC, they sort of love all that stuff. So I'm sort of being milked, to be honest with you. But <laughs> it's, because, it's because of them. That's why. <laughs> yeah. I like, yeah. It's exactly that. If it wasn't for them. So, yeah. I like just, yeah, let, let it be. Nice. Nice. Any other questions? No other questions that we've got. I don't think. But have we got any, anything else to talk about? We must have something to talk about. We have, we've we've got two new players. Two new players. Since, since we last spoke. Got a goalkeeper and a... Centre-half. Centre-half from Tiverton and Taunton. That seems a long time ago as well, wasn't it? Wasn't that like last <laughs> Friday? Last Friday? Saturday? It was it was a Friday night, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a Friday after. Yeah, after after we came out. Yeah, left-sided centre back. Yeah, no, hashtag knows, Hashtag knows the level. Yeah, yeah. He, he's ticked that box. I think that's pretty much that's the recruitment strategy. <laughs> Play, Not lazy. football manager anymore. Yeah, no. knows the level. <laughs> Not anymore. Look at him anymore. Have you got footage? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, sorry. it's fine. Yeah. Because it's happening to someone else now. <laughs> Fine. Yeah. Here's That's Matt it. picking his next signing on Football Manager. <laughs> Free agent, assigned by, sought yeah. by international caps. Oh, brilliant. There we go. We'll have him. Agent Sky Andrew. Right. Okay. Yeah, that'll do. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, I'm, I'm, I'm happy we've got a permanent second goalkeeper. Uh-huh. I don't like having a lone goalkeeper. Not a fake number two. Not a fake number two. From your mad hatter or anything, um, so I'm I'm happy we got a, a second goalkeeper. That's good. And I didn't realise how many games you played. And I know he he had he'd been away travelling or something, didn't he? And I know Tiverton, not for long. Uh, huh? Not, not, for, for, not long. for long. No, no. He he was he left Tiverton in April to go travelling. And what are we now? He didn't get very far. <laughs> <laughs> got as far as the oval. Yeah. Have you just got on holiday? That's all. <laughs> yeah, a month away. Have you watched the uh, goalkeeper training video? Yes. Did you film that, Liam? No, no, no. no. Oh, so, sorry, sorry. I, I, I it, it would have been I'm so much better had you, yeah, had you done it. <laughs> it would have been so much better if it was you. Sorry, Sam. We love you, but come on. I thought I, it was um, not... A, there's a nice dynamic between the three of them, isn't there? And obviously, I think um, he's worked with Phil Osborne. Yeah before um but jesus christ goalkeeper training is a bit more than just stand in the middle and let's boot the ball at you and till you <laughs> let one in isn't it i re- i really like that kind of content you know <laughs> that's a really boring thing for me to say but i did sit there and i enjoyed it and i was like i like i like the nuances of goalkeeper training and catch the ball and then do it on two knees and then bring one knee up and then put the knee down and <laughs> That gets your balance sorted and all the rest of it. And, it's yeah. like brain draining. Run to yeah. which cone. Ah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I like that kind of stuff. I'm just glad. I'm glad we got Will Buse. I love him. Yeah. I think he's class. He's a good lad as well. Yeah. Dave, did you watch the video or not? <laughs> just someone diving around on the floor, wasn't it? It was uh. like, I mean, yeah. I, yeah. Uh, I, I can only take so much interest in that kind of stuff, I think. But yeah, I did. I did watch about thirty seconds of it, and then I was like, "Yeah." But Dave is Dave is that like you know? There's that Instagram and like Facebook sweet spot where they say 
if you can't catch him in the first like <laughs> ten seconds, you're never going to have him. Like, Jesus Christ! Day, day is that. Yeah, seven and a half maximum, <laughs> I think. If uh, you got to catch me in that time. Yeah. Uh, nope. I'm out. Yeah, exactly. Four. Um, did you watch, Did you watch the full documentary? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, I, I, I watched, I'll be honest with you, I was doing other things at the same time, oh, but, I, but I did have it I did have it on the TV, so I, I did feel like I was watching most of it. Basically, he's basically calling you nothing more than just background noise, so he's ironing. <laughs> the three months freelance is there, yeah, it's fine. Unbelievable. <laughs> Worth nothing. To be fair, the two of them are usually background noise anyway, so it's uh, it's a, yeah, you're in good company. But <laughs> anyway, quick before I dig myself deeper into this hole, <laughs> that uh, Sam Wannell, Jake Wannell, Jake Wannell, yeah, the, the, the center, can can we judge anything from the fact that Taunton Town fans are really upset that he's gone? They seem very, they seem genuinely upset that he was gone. Mm. All club, shots fired, shots fired. See you on Boxing Day, lads. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he seems like uh, a bit of a a bit of a bruiser as well, isn't he? I hope so. Okay, adds a bit of something extra to the defence. Adds a bit of um, left side as well. What was it that Jake Gallagher described it as gold dust left sided central defender? <laughs> so I think we're going to use the three. He can be the left of the three. Be involved a bit. Yeah, good. Happy with it. Do you feel like we're really struggling to find something to talk about? Here? No, we had a departure as well, though, didn't we? Jamie Record. Did we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jamie Record. Oh, yeah. He went north. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Went north. Yeah, all, went all the way north to Gloucester, north of the yeah. wall. He's going uh, <laughs> to enjoy his trips to Spennymore, isn't he, I think? Farsley and Darlington. <laughs> yeah. I think, I and on record, I think, I guess... We didn't see a lot of him in in the documentary, Liam, and I think there'd be. Was he injured at the time? I think he was out for a bit of it, and I don't think we've got to the part where he comes back from injury. But it sort of felt. I think it felt like through that time, as one of the more experienced and senior players, perhaps didn't perform as we thought he would. Yeah, I'm. Um, I mean, he had his he had his off games, had his games. He was he was pretty decent, but. I mean, yeah, like you said, senior player in the change rooms. He didn't really, let the, I heard a word from him in the change rooms, really. Um, you know, the senior players, he sort of, he's got to be screaming at the, the young ones if they're having a, a bad game. But no, it's just, I think he was just a quiet person. I mean, you get footballers who are quite, quiet people, but they're still good. Um, but yeah, no, not a lot. That, that's that's how I feel about him leaving. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, not, a lot, not a lot, not a lot, yeah. Yeah. Oh well. What else okay. have we got? Uh, fixtures Wednesday. Wednesday is fixture day. Yes. And if you're listening to this podcast after six a.m. on Monday morning, I got bored the other night, so I did some maths about how many fixtures we play at home and away on the opening days and on the final days, and I wrote a blog about it. And you can read it. And the fixture computer doesn't like us very much. So sorry. <laughs> Computers, isn't I? I, I was going to say, I have, my, I, I, I have my views on this, Ben, but I'll, I'll save them because I don't want to spoil your, uh, your surprise. We can talk about it next time. Just put it in a comment, Dave, yeah. underneath. I'll put it, I will. I will put it. I in mean, you're comment. in charge of putting it on social media as well. <laughs> exactly. So. Yeah, yeah. I'll put it on and then I'll immediately comment about it. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's the spirit. That's the spirit. Yeah. 
Lee's really getting the sense of the team that we have here on the Blowers Cast. I love it. Yeah. Do you listen to us? Do you listen? Here's a question. Here's a question for you, Liam. Did any of them mention us? I've had nothing but pure anxiety about it. Did any of them Um, say, shut them idiots up on the podcast? No, I don't think so, no. There you go. I think think you should be all right. Do you know, I had the anxiety that when in the games when you started hearing commentary and I was like, oh no, are they going to, are they going to put up something we've said on the podcast? It's like, <laughs> it's gonna, I mean, you could have, you could have taken whatever you wanted, but it was just like, uh oh, is, uh, it's not finished in the second one yet. Yeah, Don't tell Dave, him he can have what he wants. Dave having a Dave on one of his monologues going to pop up at some point. <laughs> No one wants to hear that crap. I'm trying to figure out if we've gone past the point in which I've cried, and I don't think we quite have yet. <laughs> yeah. So if you can not use that for Gates in a way, that'd be lovely. Cheers, mate. Thanks, bud. Oh, oh, to be fair, um, I think I've I think I'm just gone past Gates said. Oh, so I, I could always I could always go no, back. No, you're, uh, no, you're fine. No, yeah. you're fine. Uh, right. Go past Gates quickly. Uh, yeah, they, 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 uh, there you go. I've just remembered. I'm at, I've just gone past Gates said. There you go. That's where he's up to. That's funny. That's, yeah, you're not That's far. That's just man. about where I gave up as well. Like. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think, I think so, certain people gave up a long time before that. But yeah. So we've got two more points to look forward to. Yeah. Older shot. Callum Harry. <laughs> the thing is, with older shot, I didn't, um, I didn't even go to the game. I've just got, I've just got the GoPro footage. So, right, you got the yeah. dressing room GoPro footage. Yeah. Older shot. Oh, that'd be interesting. Oh, yeah, it is. That's the <laughs> one when um, Andrew and Obori turned the camera off. So, oh. yeah, Andrew, right, punish. Go to to re- the um, the GoPro footage is actually really interesting because can you remember when Mark Cooper was having the uh, the pre match interviews and stuff, and he was just smiling, he was just really happy, and everyone was like, "Why are you smiling so much?" Yes. Can anyone remember that? And he yeah. was just getting, yeah. he was just really just happy. It was. <laughs> Um, it is a little bit of inside info. The um, before the game, when he was saying to the players, he was like, just, just relax. He was just saying, you, you, all, all of you are good at football, and he's just pointing at players, just saying a little moment of like their career sort of thing. And they, he basically just said, Go out, play with a smile on your face. He was like, I just don't care about the result. If you play well, we win. So I think that's that's what he's trying to do. He's just trying to get the which is quite that was quite cool because I watched the I watched the uh, the pre match. Um, no, post-match, one of the match. Um, and then I watched the GoPro footage afterwards and just, they both had it up. But I saw on Twitter, everyone was like, why is he so happy? Like, why, why is he smiling so much? It was because he basically just said, just everyone just relaxed. And then he told told the players in the changing room that he, um, he, I think he said, act like you're seven years old, going to go play out with your mates in the football, in, in the field. Um, and just, just, if you play, if he said, if seven of you play well, you win. And we drew one all. <laughs> I was going to say, how many of them played well? Five. <laughs> we can probably name them. Yeah, was, it, was, name... It, was it weird? Was there a point where, because obviously we, we get relegated at Wrexham. Were, were you at Wrexham? Yeah. Or was the GoPro at Wrexham? No, I fully went to Wrexham. So I was there and I was on the pitch side after the game and it was a very weird situation with that ridiculous welcome to Wrexham FX camera setup that were following the um the guys around um but obviously for Yeovil it was a very different experience and I, that, that's a that's a game and a post-match that I still don't know if I quite understand what 
what goes on. Um, what, what what was that game like for you personally? Because it was a very surreal place to be, stood pitch side after that game, knowing what we now know and what that game meant. Yeah, so I, I feel like um, I'm not speaking on behalf of the players. I'm not. I'm not at all. But I just feel like you know it's Wrexham. Realistically, I feel like in everyone's head, you don't go to Wrexham and go get three points. Being nineteenth, twentieth, wherever we were, realistically, you don't go to the race course and get three points. I mean, I think they lost like what? It was like a, a game, two games, three uh, games. Uh, one in two years, and it was us. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Staunt scored. I did tell mm. him actually. I was like, if you score, mate, I'll give you a tenner. Um, but yeah, it was just, uh, I don't know, the bus was just, it wasn't like, uh, we're getting relegated. Every, everybody had a good feeling. It was really weird. Was it a um, release? Was it was like a, a like a release of yeah. pressure. That's, that's yeah. what I was feeling after the game. Just this release of, oh God, it's over. hundred percent, hundred percent. Um, after the game, everyone got on the bus. There was no words. Nobody said a word for about half an hour. And then after time, everyone just sort of kicked in. Like, look, we we like, half of the players were like, look, we've done our best. We can't do anything else. Just a lot of the players were like that. It's just a massive relief of our shoulders now because we we that's it. Now let's regroup and go for, go again next year. Um, but for me, it was a very it was a weird experience because for me as well, I had such a weird feeling that we were just going to win. It's just the typical game that we're going to win and then lose the next game sort of thing. Um, and I feel like a lot of people, a lot of the players thought that as well. I was I was chatting to Troy Johnson and we were just like, why is that such a weird feeling that we win? I think Staunton said something about it as well, that it was just, I don't know, it's just sort of such a yeovil thing for us to lose so many games and then go to Wrexham and even go get a point or two, three points, whatever. Um, so it was a really weird feeling that obviously after the game. Um, so I, I had a bit of a, I had a bit of a chat with Ben Foster actually, that really good chat with Ben Foster. So I was, I know it sounds really bad. I don't, my team's got relegated, but I was buzzing. I got on the pass and I was absolutely buzzing. Um, and then it sort of hit like, oh, like you know, we've actually just been relegated. Mm. So it was it was highs and lows for me. Um, I just sat there in the corner, just completely silent, completely silent. And everyone sort of sort of chatting. They're like, look, boys, you know, it's happened now. You can't do anything about it. Just just, just chill. Well, the rest, as they say, is history. Yeah. At least have it's been documented, any... eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have we, we keep saying to Liam that we're going to stop asking him questions about his documentary, and then you keep thinking of... I other... know, I keep thinking of new questions. No, that's I'm right. Yeah, I, I love it. I keep... It's a privilege. It's absolutely surreal, please. Have we got any other GCQs? Maybe not. We do. Um, we do. We do. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to um, ask them? Because I haven't got them, and I'm not prepared. Okay. Uh, Chris Fox... Says apart from left back and right back, where else would you like to see us strengthen? Left back and right back. I I, I don't think um, I was having this conversation with Foxy, and he was saying to me that he thought we needed another central midfield player. But I I, I would feel with Cooper, Hours, and Worthington, plus all the however many hundred Jordans we've got, then uh, all, all of whom are like number tens, then. I'm pretty comfortable with midfield. I think it. I think it is. Now you've got one in. You've got a uh, um, well, say a second choice keeper. You've got two goalkeepers. I think left and right backs are. Yeah. That's got to be. That's got to be the position, isn't it? I wouldn't mind a lone e midfielder. 
I was going like to say, what, Worthy, gets, from. Worthy gets suspended and Cooper gets yeah. injured, then you've only got one centre midfielder. Yeah, yeah. I, but, but you can you can put Jordan, you could put Jordan Stevens in there. He can play in there. Yeah, I just think yeah. considering Jordan I think Maguire, really Drew played just about everywhere from last season, eh? Yeah, but he didn't <laughs> play brilliantly everywhere, did he? Well, I and I, I, I don't know. We haven't seen Scott Pollock on any videos yet, have we? Um, oh, so I, <laughs> I mean, one of the questions is, <laughs> if do we think Scott Pollock's coming back? Um, do we? Well, I yeah. hope so. Personally. I think he had a bit about him, actually. Yeah, so and I, I so think so of I. of the if you want to you want to pigeonhole them, the SU Glovers group of players, he had made the most obvious effort to integrate, to be yep. part of the group and to be, and I actually think he had a bit of talent about him. Um, I said to you, Dave, on the final day up at, up at Boreham Wood, there weren't many sticking their neck above the, the parapet, but, but he was one and and I thought he wasn't horrendous. And so actually, if he is available to come back, great. If someone's chirped in his ear and said, don't go back, we'll get you a move. Fine. Where, where could you see him moving to? Um, I think <laughs> I think he'll <laughs> probably not be far away from North Yorkshire. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Something yeah. beginning with a Y, maybe. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not going to be Yate. So. <laughs> they were. He knows the level. They were, they were definitely just going down the like alphabet, weren't they? When they were exactly. picking that. <laughs> Start with Sizuba. <laughs> No, I mean, they, should they, come started that, sure. with, they started with Yeovil. All right, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I hope he comes back. And I mean, if he does, hang on. Oh, oh, oh there we go. Oh, he's flacking a shirt. Oh, I'll tell you. There you go. You get his <laughs> Looking after it for him. Yeah. Some outrageous squad numbers back yeah. in the last season. If he comes back, I'll be wearing that next season, supporting him. Yeah, I hope. I do. I agree. I think he's one of the it would be great to keep hold of him because I think Boston fans were disappointed that he mm. went on as well. He's clearly more than capable of playing at the league we're in now and just he joined at an unfortunate time. Wasn't fit. Bit of hype about him as well because of his history and we didn't really get to see it. Yeah. Yeah, but no, I, I've obviously I've got the games on record, so... I was going through footage, a few of the games that I've watched, only him running. Like sometimes it's some like sometimes it's just generally only him running. Yeah. Um, he's just running for every ball. Even if he doesn't win it, he's still just trying to win it back again. It's just I don't really know why people didn't rate him. I don't, I don't really understand it. I think people just in a bad mood. Yeah, I think there was just that general <laughs> feeling of miserable uh, towards it, the end. It of could have been anybody. It could have been anybody that came in <laughs> at that point, and I don't think it would have. It would have gone well, as we saw with Miguel Freckleton. I imagine there's a half decent footballer in there somewhere, but we never ever saw it. He was the square root of useless for us. So uh, I imagine someone somewhere will pick him up, and he'll pop up one day, and we'll go, "Oh yeah, I remember him." But yeah, um, it's a shame. But I, I, we agree, Scott Pollock. If possible, come back. Have we got any more? Uh, Jonathan Hoop has asked a question, which Martin Hellier has stepped in and answered because I think it was top four. It was definitely one that we probably don't have the answers to, but Martin absolutely does. Around who's in charge of the football club? Cooper's Cooper has men's first team, but who's in charge of budgets, coaches, forward planning, pathways, loan, 
blah, blah, oh, blah. Sounds blah. Like, yeah, we, we know that answer inside and out, wouldn't we, Ali? Mine, Helio said, staff delegated to such tasks as per any other company. Um, Does he say also, who? Uh, well, uh, hang on. Football side, Mr. Cooper, business side, myself, and trusted staff. Mr. Stars has no role in the club's business operations. A rather wide question involving a lot of staff. Uh, player and acquisition strategy, Mark Cooper. And then Martin wraps up the conversation by saying, let's be content for a moment for a club that would have gone into administration on the following Tuesday if I had not acquired it on the Friday. We can get all modern after. Yeah. Um, there you go. Well, one, one, one thing I noticed in the, uh, albeit 12 months old, accounts that, appear, that appeared for the club th this week, is that the number of staff between two, uh, 2021 2022 went from 65 to 120. Do you think that's just the number of players that we signed? Did we sign that many players in that season? Like 120, Probably. it doubled, almost doubled. Did we have more staff? Like, yeah. it felt like we had a few more staff about. Yeah. I, don't know. I mean, it, it went up to the end of March, I think, 2022. I couldn't think where all these people suddenly came. Yeah, well, the accounts are a year out, aren't yeah, they? Yeah. So it's the end of, or is it the end of June? I can't remember. It was. Well, that was like when Darren Saul was still around, and it felt like yeah. absolute shoestring. And <laughs> yeah, the numbers went from we sixty-five to one hundred and twenty. Mm. Anyway. So I wonder if the note, furlough payments did as well. Careful. Um, on that note, I noticed something on the only social media that Elon Musk hasn't screwed up yet, which <laughs> is uh, LinkedIn, yeah. where we are actively seeking a stadium manager. I don't know if that is in addition to already positioned members of staff or instead of, but it appears that as of right now, 18 applicants have applied on LinkedIn um, for a stadium manager role. And you can find that. It's not hard to find. So not like I'm giving away any inside secrets here. You do need an NVQ level four, though, in spectator safety management. And I don't have one of them. No. <laughs> James Hillier, I think, is was the stadium manager, wasn't he? Um, yes. I think he, um, yeah, maybe he's uh, he's moving on. To be fair, I think, Liam, you're a loose ender and you haven't got much yeah. going on. So I think you should be doing that as well. Definitely. I've got a two months off now. I'll run a stadium if you want. Yeah, You've got two exactly. months to get what is being described as a Nubosh general certificate. Well, I'll get the documentary done first. Then, <laughs> then get on to the general certificate. Excellent news. Great. But yeah, if you want to go work for the stadium and manage it, apply on LinkedIn. Stadiums okay. manage themselves, Ben. That's what I've always found in my experience. Yeah, without my Nubosh qualification. <laughs> right. Okay. Moving on. Uh, Dexter Tyson says evening evening you've got to say evening at that point you've got to be evening. nice to the quest there you go thank you uh, from the start of the premier league to the present day you can choose one player per oh, club to help create the ultimate player who would you choose i think we'll just go around the room so there's what right so ben pick player with the right foot who would be you know best player with the right foot uh Whipping David the crosses Beckham. in, okay. set pieces, right Every back. player okay. has a right. That's Manchester United. Um, Liam, you can go left foot. Oh, blimmin' hell. 
Oh my god, left oh. foot Premier League. Who yeah. had a good left foot? Let's Google this. Yeah, uh, Thomas, oh Thomas right Hitzelsberger. Yeah. <laughs> Great left foot. The Villa fan. Yeah, Hammer. Yeah, go on. Go go Thomas All right. Hamburger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thomas Hamburger. Okay. Dave Header. Poor Andre Flo. Oh. Andre Flo. Okay. Um Pace, I'm gonna go for Thierry Omri, obviously. Oh, ridiculous. Uh Ben Tackler. Um, I'm gonna have uh Vinnie Jones. Did he play in the Premier League? Yes, he played in the Premier League. Played in the Premier League, yeah. Jesus Christ, kids these days. <laughs> okay, so that's that's, that's Wimbledon. Um, <laughs> Are we not Liam... allowed to pick players from the same team? No, no one per club. Uh, Liam, free kick taker. Oh. What clubs haven't we had? Uh, I don't know. Well, the clubs we have had. Uh, Dimitri Payet. Oh, nice. Oh, West Ham, there we go. Nice. Uh, Dave, penalty taker. Alan Shearer. Okay, Newcastle. Okay, that leaves me to pick. Go for Blackburn Rovers, Alan Shearer. Oh, okay. <laughs> of course you are. <laughs> which means that which means that Ian can't have uh, Tim Sherwood as captain. <laughs> Just where I was going as well. Um, He's already picked Arsenal. He doesn't know any other Premier League team. Captain, we'll go. We'll go with Steven Gerrard. Yeah. Uh, that's it. That's that's quite that's a player that we've we've got. Slap that down. player up front for you, bro. Well, it's twenty goals yeah. season, man. <laughs> Yeah, there we go. Right, and uh, there's and another header. football one from Hugh What's your most important day of the year? Uh, Wednesday, the 5th of July, 2023, is the correct answer. Answered for us. <laughs> it is second only to squad number day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. the only day I care about. I've got so many questions. <laughs> Do we have names on the back? We don't Obviously. have to. We don't have yeah. to. You it's can. It's just 1 to 11 every week then. We don't Happy have days. to. No, I think we have to give squad numbers. Because oh. otherwise I will get I will get weird if we start putting random players. You'll get weird. Shirts. That's why yeah. we have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Liam's got a Scott Pollock shirt with 33 on the back of it. So uh, some of our squad numbers at the back end of last year were an absolute disgrace. I've got a, I got a Charlie Wakefield 19 one as well. 19. That's fine though. Attacking right winger can wear 19. That's absolutely fine. <laughs> yeah, true. Which one of our squad numbers would you describe as a disgrace, Ben? Well, last year we had that so many... That down, folks, is me winding Ben up and watching Unbelievable. Go, yeah. Well, like this year, what do you do with the nine? Do you hold it for Fisher or do you give it to Hyde or Murphy? We've got too many nines. Murphy's taking the nine. You think Murphy's taking... So what, so what do you do with a Fisher? You'll have to take what you... Do you Ivan Zamorano it and give him 18 <laughs> and put a little plus in the middle of it? You can't take the nine off Fisher. He's not done anything wrong. The man's running around with a bloody cage on his leg. That's what I mean. Out and you're going to take the number nine shot off him. Yeah. yeah I, I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to say Reese right. Murphy's going to take it. Look, Dave, you have wound him up. Uh, let's just finish. This is the last question. Um, unless you put him on Facebook, which I'm yeah, hoping you didn't. I, I did. I put it on Facebook, yeah. <laughs> Better ask the Facebook ones then. So I can, so I think still I working, so I'm there. Um, Foxy also says, which is better, a fish finger sandwich or a crisp sandwich? Fish fingers. Are the devil's food so crisps by a billion miles? Dave, I think neither of those things. I've not had either. Yeah, I knew. No, I haven't. Um, I'm gonna. I I haven't had a fish finger sandwich. Never had a crisp sandwich. I had a crisp sandwich yesterday, but I'm gonna go with fish finger sandwich. Ben, sorry, unbelievable. Liam, are you a great answer? 
Yeah, fish yeah. finger, hundred percent. Oh. There you go. If you cook them enough, you get a bit of crunch in there as well. <laughs> or just have crisps and you get all the crunch. <laughs> yeah, but then you want something in between. There we go. And let, oh, but, is there some on Facebook, Dave? There is. There's two. Two. Okay. Dean Halliwell, do you think Torquay fans are a bit rattled by us? I think that they thought they were a shoe in and they didn't seem to like the steps forward we appear to be making. Are Torquay yeah, fans rattled by it? It's been a bit weird on, on the Twitter when it's worked. Torquay fans and the Oval fans have been a bit weird. York fans have been a bit weird as well for what it's worth, but yeah. you know, that will come back to bite them in the arse. York fans as well, but anyway. Yeah, well, fine. Uh, yeah, I don't really know. I just I think everyone's just a bit weird. Yeah, all football so. fans are a bit weird, aren't they? We're all bored <laughs> waiting for the football season to come back. Yeah. Nothing else to do. Um, Stuart Barnes asked, will Yeovil score 100 plus goals this season? Yes. <laughs> give it, give it our 32 or whatever it was last season. I'll take that, yeah. And will we get over 100 points? Surely fans are due a good season. I definitely agree with your last point there, Stuart. We are definitely due a good season. But, um, 100 goals and 100 points would be some turnaround, wouldn't it? That would <laughs> I'd love it though. Um, there's or there is a very old question from Don as well who says, Forget the meal deal. We need to know if Ben Barrett has been to Colt in Leeds, and if so, what has he had? Um, I haven't done, uh, but I've heard nothing but sensational things. It's like a coffee shop slash um dessert place. I've heard nothing but absolute sensational things, so I'm gonna go, but I will report back accordingly. Okay, there you go. Well, there we well, go. We will be waiting here on the edge of our seats for that one. I know you will. Yeah. <laughs> That's it then. Thank you very much for joining us tonight, Liam. I really yeah, appreciate man. your time no and the effort you've put into this uh, two-part documentary is phenomenal. So um, well done and we can't wait for part two. Not putting any Thanks very much, guys. <laughs> no, I'll try, I'll try my best to get it done. Get on with it. Go. Go with it now. Go with it right now. Got me down to bed to be fair. I might crack on for another hour. And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindergaard making Forrest back pedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris, expanding by the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trump, goal!